Praise the Lord, everyone. This is Anne from Teacher's Den. How are we today? I hope we're good. I know that the hand of the Lord is upon each and every one of us. May the grace of God be upon you and your household now and forevermore. I want to be talking about something that the Lord dropped in my heart today. And that is, in simple terms, your gift, your curse. Your gift, your curse. It's not a new season. It's just an episode that I'll just like to put out there. And I just hope you'll be blessed as you as you listen. So coming from John chapter 15 and verse 5. John chapter 15 and verse 5. The Lord told me this and I was wondering. I said, Jesus, could you give me more understanding how our gifts can actually be our curse? And this can actually happen out of disobedience. And I know that the um, prophet Samuel said that obedience is better than sacrifice. Now, one of the ways that your gifts can easily become your curse is when you do not use the same gifts that the Lord has given you to glorify his name. How do we do that? As God's children, sometimes I think we actually forget who gave us the abilities that we actually have. You can sing, yes. But do you sing to the glory of the one who gave you that gift? You can dance, yes. But do you dance to the glory of the one who gave you that gift? The Lord has given you an ability to manufacture things. When and after you manufacture those things, do you let the world know that you give all glory to God for giving you this ability to manufacture the things that you manufacture, or you eventually want to turn yourself to the idol that you think you are, that you think that you were able to do this thing simply because you did it. I worked hard. I did it myself. It was not by the strength of anybody that I was able to do this. Well, it's because of such people that I do this podcast. I want to remind you here, I want to be the voice of the Lord reminding you here today. Just as the Lord said in John chapter 15, and I'm just going to read the B part of verse 5. He said, For without me, you can do nothing. For without me, you can do nothing. I need you to understand today. That everything that you have, everything that you have become, you are because God is. And the reason why you are alive today, even though you know deep down inside, everything that you're doing is against God. You know that you don't acknowledge him for all that you do. You know that you do not acknowledge him for the good success that you have. You know that you do not acknowledge him for how far you have gotten to in life. It's for people like you that I do this podcast. The Lord is saying today that this gift that you have, if you continue in this way, it will eventually become your curse. The gift that you have, if you continue in this way, could eventually become your curse. So as God's children, God needs you that he has blessed to boldly declare to the world that all that I am today 
is because of the power of the Lord at work in my life. For if you do not, it will become your downfall. It will become your death. And when you face him, are you going to be like that servant that he gave one talent? Who went and buried it instead of putting it to use to bear fruits? Are you bearing fruits for the kingdom of darkness with the gifts that God has given you? Are you bearing fruits for the enemy through your singing, through your dancing? Every ability that you have, the ability to look, the ability to rap, the ability to sing. Let me tell you something. Satan is nothing but a copycat. He is nothing but a copycat. If he had the abilities to give you gifts, to make you talented, why would he have to look around for people who are gifted to join his camp? Why would he have to look around for people that God has blessed with certain abilities to be a part of his camp? You are blessed by God. You are who you are because God let you. And then you will just glorify yourself in all of your gifts. Let me tell you something that happened to me way before I even started doing all of this podcast and all of this that I do right now. I was praying one day because I know I wasn't asleep. I was just praying that the Lord should use me in the ways that he wants to use me and he showed me something it was more like a vision I saw myself in my church and I was preaching to people I was praying for people and I saw that people were getting healed people were receiving Jesus and I began to say to myself oh wow and wow you did this you mean you did this while I was doing all of those, yeah, before I, before before that actually happened, while I was doing all of those, while I prayed, while I taught, while I prayed, I noticed that as I gave glory to God for all that he was using me to do, I noticed that there was a lifting in the spirit. And while I was lift, as I was being lifted up, I was surrounded by white clouds and the Lord was elevating me and I kept giving him all the glory. I said, Lord, thank you for using me to touch the lives of people, for transforming their lives with your word. Thank you for using me. And while I said that, I noticed that I was being lifted up in the spirit. I noticed I was rising. I was gradually getting to the top of the church. But then I said to myself, while going up, I said, wow, and this is so cool. You mean you did this? You brought yourself up to this point? How amazing. Look at how far you go, you've gone. And while I was saying that, I noticed that I started going down. I started going down, lower and lower. And I began to ask God. I said, Lord, what's going on with me? What's going on with me? Oh, I acknowledge that it's not of me, Lord. I acknowledge that it's all by your power. It's all by your might. It's all by your spirit. Have mercy on me, Lord. Have mercy. And do you know the moment I began to ask for God's mercy, I started to go back up. Surrounded by the clouds, I began to go back up. 
Children of God, have you started glorifying yourself? Glorifying yourself is like glorifying the devil. It's like glorifying the flesh. I have come to realize with God that God does not want us to be successful outside of him. Our God is that jealous. Yes, you could say that. But he does not want us to be successful outside of him. God wants us to acknowledge at every point that he is our God. That it is because of him that we are. You know this song. Because he leaves, I can face tomorrow. Because he leaves, all fear is gone. Because I know how how he holds my future. My life is worth a living just because he leaves. That's all it is. We are because God is. Don't let your gifts, don't let your talents become your curse. Don't let your gifts, don't let your talents land you in hell. Do not let your gifts land you in hell. You are a blessing. You are a testimony. You are God's handiwork. He made you. Remember in the book of Genesis that God created everything and said it was good. So when God made you, he said you were good. He looked at you and said, this is my own. And then he brought you, gifted you with all that heaven had and told you to go. Told you to go. At least he expects you to function up to the capability that he has put inside of you. Now, after getting to that level, you want to give yourself all the praise? You want to give yourself all the glory? You want to give yourself all the honor? Even Jesus didn't do that. Jesus came to earth and acknowledged that everything that he has, all that he will be is because of the Father. Children of God, I'm going to tell you this. Do not allow the love for money destroy your destiny. Do not allow the love for money destroy your purpose. There's more to you than beats the normal eye. Human beings, we can't see past our noses. That's why we need the Spirit of God to function in our lives. You are a blessing, but you can't be a blessing without God. You weren't created that way. You weren't wired that way. You could be good, But that's not enough. Jesus gave his life on the cross for you. He died for you. So that the relationship that Adam had with God in the Garden of Eden could be restored. That's why you can sit at home and call upon the name of God. And he's present with you at that very moment. Jesus did that. The reason why you're not dead today, even though you're giving yourself all the glory for all the work that God has done in your life, 
is simply because you have a great advocate, an intercessor. Oh my God. All these people coming together to pray that the Lord will show you mercy. Jesus is your great advocate. The Holy Spirit is our intercessor. The one who prays for you, asking the Father, show us mercy. I want you to repent today. I ask, I request that you repent today. Let the name of the Lord be glorified in your life. Let the hand of the almighty God be seen in your life. Let the world see you and say, oh, that's a child of God. That's one of Jesus's um, protégés around here. Oh, have you met that sister? She loves Jesus too much. She talks about Jesus a lot. Whenever people come to you discussing their problems, don't give them any solutions outside of Christ. Do not prefer any solution outside of Christ. Because the only one who is a solution to all problems is Jesus. He said in his word, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father except through me. Look, the whole world may be respecting you now. You may have everything. The mighty mansions, the largest cars. Oh my God, the car is not even out yet. They're custom making it for you. Voila, good for you, great. But when you die, what are you going to say? to your father when he asks you so John what did you do with the gifts and the talents that I I had put inside of you did you let the world know that I was the source of that gift that you had while on earth because in heaven you know your gift is useless to God in heaven he needs you to function and manifest here on earth and then you're here on earth and you are too proud to give God all the glory for all that you have achieved. Can you wake up? Can you not let the enemy continue to deceive you? Because that's all he's waiting for. That's all he's waiting for. He knows that one day you're going to die. And then you will see his true home. You will see what he really looks like. The Bible said is here. The enemy is running around because he knows that he has a short time. It's in the book of Revelations. You might want to read that. So he's seriously deceiving people. 1 Peter 5, 8. The Bible says that the enemy, like a roaring lion... Is seeking whom he may devour. Is roaming around like a roaring lion. Seeking whom he may devour. And obviously you let him get you. You let him get you. But the Lord is saying it's not too late. You have life. Repent. Let your gifts begin to work. For God's kingdom. Let your great abilities. Begin to work. For God's kingdom. Don't let your gift become your curse. The last time I discussed on this podcast that it was actually our free will that could be a gift or a curse 
depending on how you use it. Now this is your gift. Are you dancing to God's glory? Are you singing to God's glory? Are you acting to God's glory? Are you manufacturing products to God's glory? How do you manufacture things to God's glory? Do not allow the enemy use you to create things that will kill people. For example, the coronavirus. They say the coronavirus has always existed. Because if you check your Lysol boxes, it's right there. Oh, it can kill 99% of the coronavirus. So what makes this one so lethal? Because according to them, it was genetically constructed. That means it was created. So as a child of God, if God has given you the ability to be able to do something like this, would you use it to create a virus that could wipe out people? People that God created? After all, as simple as the Ten Commandments says, do not kill. And then you help the enemy create a virus that could wipe out nations. Do not let the enemy use you to fulfill God's word about his destruction. If God says, oh, because you look at it, let's, let, let's use Jesus, for example. Jesus knew he was going to die, but he said, woe unto that man who betrays me. But he knew that he was going to die. So we know that the end time is going to come like this. But children of God, are you going to be one of those that Satan succeeds in using? To bring down the church, to bring down God's children, to bring down his people. Are you one of those people that God has gifted with the ability to speak? That when you talk, people have no choice but to listen to you. So you sugarcoat and sugarcoat and sugarcoat destruction that people start following it. Just like Satan said to Eve at the beginning. Oh, if you eat this fruit. He said, why do you think God told you not to eat the fruit? He said, well, he said, if we eat the fruit, we shall surely die. And then being so slick, he comes and says, oh, you shall not surely die. You will only become wise, knowing good from evil. And Eve thought that was a good thing. Now some of you are out there calling yourself great marketers oh i can sell anything anything even if there's poop in it i'll make it smell nice look good and i'll do what i <laughs> and i'll sell it and everybody will buy it well that's the kind of person i'm talking about has god blessed you so much with the ability to talk to people And then you're just going to use your words to lead people into destruction. As slick as you are, the Lord wants you to be slick with his word. Look, it may look as if, yes, the enemy is actually in charge of everything. Well, the Bible said, oh, earth, woe unto earth as the devil, Satan, now lives among you. Yes, but 
Jesus came to redeem us. So, for as many of us who accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we are protected and fully guarded. As long as we're wearing God's armor, we are protected. And then Haggai, chapter 2, verse 8, reminds us when God is telling his people. If you have your Bible, I would want us to read that because I think some people do not know that at all. Or maybe they do and they think it's a lie. But you see, whatever the Bible says, I want you to believe it. Take it hook, line, and sinker because that's the truth. That is the truth. Now let's read. If you have your Bibles and you have opened to Haggai chapter 2 verses 8. Verses 8 says, The silver is mine, the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine. Now, if we decide to say, okay, we could go up a little further, a little back. Let's go a little back. Let's read from verse 6. For thus says the Lord of hosts, Once more, in a little while, I will shake heaven and earth, the sea, and dry land. And I will shake all nations, and they shall come to the desire of all nations, which is the desire of the king. And I will fill this temple with glory, says the Lord of hosts. And then he thought it necessary at this point to remind us, the silver is mine, and the gold is mine, says the Lord. So I want to tell you that if you repent, that money you're chasing and thinking you're going to lose it, oh, if I start saying the right thing, if I start saying what God wants me to say, what's it going to be like? I'm going to lose all of this wealth that I have. I'm going to lose all of these things that um, I have been able to achieve. What, what can I do? The Lord is reminding you today, those things you want to protect, just like he said in the book of John. He who protects his life shall lose it. But when you release it, you keep it. Because God is going to keep it for you. When you start doing things for God, God takes it as a responsibility to protect you, to watch over you, to provide for you, to make sure that no harm comes before you or any of your family members or your household. God watches over his people. He said the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous will run into it and they are safe. So I'm encouraging you today. For those of you who have not discovered your gift, discover it today. Turn to God. Ask him, Lord, what's my purpose on earth? Why did you bring me to earth? What did you call me to do? And then when he reveals it to you, please be obedient to what he tells you to do. Be obedient to what he tells you to do. Walk in the path. As you see, God directs his children. He directs his children. It is not in our place 
to do as we please, especially if you know that you're doing what God called you to do. He gives you the ideas. You can never run out of things to do because it is him who gives you the ideas. So you have a gift. The Lord will reveal to you what that gift is in Jesus' name. And when you find out what it is, make sure you walk in obedience. Then two, do not be afraid. Make sure you get the right connections to lead you only to the place where God has created for you, only to the path that God has prepared for you. Don't let anybody use money to deceive you into saying things you have no business saying, into dancing in ways you have no business dancing, or manufacturing things that you have no business manufacturing. I pray that you will receive boldness and courage to say what what God wants you to say to do what God wants you to do and to create the things that God wants you to create. Be a blessing to yourself, to your family, to your neighbors and to the world. The Lord loves you. For you who somehow has become prideful, proud and arrogant but yet not realizing it because You have thought in your heart that you got to where you are because you put yourself to it. Because you have the ability to. I was determined. I worked hard. I pray that you repent today. I pray that you listen for the voice of the Lord and let him lead you. And then I give you all, every one of us, I encourage you today, no matter where you are, the Lord is saying, That the glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former. And in this place, I will give you peace. In this place, I will give you peace. Praise the name of the Lord. Don't be afraid. Take that step. Take it. The Lord is speaking to you. Acknowledge him. Yes, Lord, this is what you're saying. And you're being obedient. You're following it. And the Lord will see you through. He will lead you through. His purpose shall be made manifest in your life. And please stop being boastful. Stop being proud. Because the Lord brings down the proud. And he elevates the humble. So take care. Be good. Be encouraged. I destroy every lying spirit in the air right now, speaking against these words that you're listening to. Satan, you're a liar. I decree, according to God's word, because you were defeated, go back to the abyss where you belong. You have no place in the lives and hearts of God's children. The name of God will be glorified in the lives of everyone under my voice. In the mighty name of Jesus. Daddy, manifest yourself and show your power in the lives of your children. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is Anne from Teacher's Den. Have a good day. Bye-bye.